Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Talent Talks. We're joined today by Julie Choi, founder of CBK Partners and founder and CEO of Pointer. Julie Choi is a thought leader in the executive search industry with numerous years of successful placements and recently an exciting new app called Pointer, which is revolutionizing the way companies hire. Today we will examine the career of Ms. Choi, including her experiences at CBK Partners. We will then shift to her new business called Pointer to review how to use the app, why it was created, and how it will change the future of talent and hiring. Julie, welcome. Thanks for joining us. This sounds exciting. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's a pleasure. CBK Partners was founded over 20 years ago. Obviously, that's extremely impressive and has enticed me to kind of wonder, what makes CBK Partners different from other search firms? Actually, I can, I can, I can say that, that there's really one single uh, differentiator. We are not focused on the transaction. Uh, the business of recruiting is highly transactional. It's a production-based business. And our focus has been since our founding on focusing on what, what clients actually need, focusing on their business problems, taking a very, very long view as to how we solve for those business problems versus, you know, focusing on closing the deal. We're focused on how they build culture, how they build teams, and attracting the highest performers to, to thrive in their cultures. And so that alignment with their goals versus our own agenda has been a real differentiator. And there are, you know, other things that make CBK so impressive. Uh, one of the things I was taking note of, 100% female-owned and led. That's certainly something to kind of stick the flag out about and wave. You know, it's not intentional. <laughs> no, uh, sure, of course. Not whatsoever. Uh, it just happens to be that my partners and the, the talent we've groomed over the years uh, have had our female. Yes, we are 100% female-owned uh, and led. We just um, announced the elevation of Sumi Kong, who's been my partner for 20 years, as the president of the firm, who was at the who was a co-founder of the firm earlier in her career. But literally, she represents what the firm cares most deeply about. Which is it, which is objectivity, credibility, and expertise. That's how we differentiate. That we are in front of CEOs and business leaders who care deeply about doing the right thing. We say no more than we say yes in terms of uh, potential business. We are a hundred percent referral business. And our clients are, you know, big institutions as well as, you know, growth companies. And within a year, we can become the sole advisor and turn that into a multi-year, uh, multi-year, uh, partnership at, you know, at, uh, very substantial, um, uh, impact to the client. It sounds to me like relationships really matter, uh, in, in everything you're saying so far. And it's apparent that CBK is different based on the relationship-minded manner. It also, it, I find it ex- extremely interesting that your firm is, you know, as we just discussed, female owned and led. Now that we know what makes you different, can you provide our listeners with more information on the success of your company? Uh, 
So it's um wow. Uh, I think that it's um that that behavior, the, the behavior of the team itself, um, and what the team cares about is what what is defined our our success. We are driven by relationships, as you referenced. And so when we approach any new relationship or perspective, it's all with that in mind. How do we add value? How do we create trust? How do we influence the highest performers in the market? How do we have relationships with them that is not about a relationship that benefits us, but it's a relationship where we're learning what the highest performers in the market care about. You know, our recruiters care more about why someone wouldn't leave versus why they would leave. Because when you know why a high performer, why they won't leave, it reveals how those companies and those teams and those businesses can keep great talent. What is it about the culture? What is it about the context? in which that person is operating that allows them to be so successful. And then we take it and then transfer that and apply that to our client situation. Uh, it might very well be that a superstar performer at another company, even doing the same job, would not be as successful at our client. It could be um, the setup. It could be the, um, the, the, the mission of the firm. It could be the organizational structure. It could be a bunch of different things. But by and large, what makes people successful from one company to another, which is, you know, the definition of search, is identifying those traits that are intrinsic to talent that enable them to find success in a different environment. It, it's all of that. You know, they can do the job. The question is, can they do it effectively at another place, and what allows them to be successful is culture. It's the culture on the receiving end. It's whether or not the client and the hiring uh, business leader has has shared with the, the this high performer, this is how you can be successful here. It's so much is driven that it's based on teams and the collective and how that collective receives this outside hire and enables them to continue to be successful and then impact clients. Our clients, I think where we differentiated going back to your original question, our great differentiator is literally we track our impact on our clients' um, uh, direct revenues as well as shareholder value. So it's all the stakeholders internally and externally, and our clients know that we literally impact uh, their shareholder value. You also decided to do a rebrand uh, recently. What caused that? What made you want to do that moving forward? And what what has it meant to uh, you know? What has been the impact of that change? You know, it's so interesting. Um, um, I, I'd like to admit, from years ago, I didn't want my name on the door, <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it just happened. It's kind of like years ago. That's the way search is, and I, I really really didn't want that, but it happened, and it, it stayed, and then we had, you know, won various awards and so forth, and felt that, okay, well, better uh, some brand recognition, if you will, but we went, we really did it, and it was, and it was driven by our, we had reached our 20-year mark, and it literally, the rebrand was about, the next, next chapter is about recognizing Sumi's contribution, so CDK, 
uh, and um, to to mark mark the event. And so the name CBK Partners has been incredibly well received, and um, it's exciting. So that's the rebrand. And now that we've looked into the success of CBK Partners, we should turn to Pointer. Could you first provide us with the story of Pointer and more information on the app? Sure. So Pointer is embodies everything that we've done CBK. So CBK has given birth to Pointer, and we launched this year. So what's the mission? The mission is helping companies cultivate culture for high-performance teams. So everything about the future of work is changing. It's changing more. It's not even changing. It's it's uh, it's uh, dysfunctional at times. Um, a lot of it's not working. Uh, technology that's being deployed is 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 data driven and and forgets the human. And what companies need, as we know, the number one priority of any CEO and business leader is having great talent. But it's less. It's more about not just getting great talent, as we've been focused on at CBK for so many years. It's about how does that great talent that you hire thrive in a culture that allows high performance. So what Pointer is, it's a it's a staff that allows companies to give voice to talent. It empowers talent to tap into what is it about them that they bring to the table, that those intrinsic motivators, their storytelling, kind of the the picture of who the person is beyond the role, beyond the beyond the credentials, beyond the skills. Who's the real person? And there's a lot of talk about, you know, great companies are allow their their talent to be authentic. They want to have their whole selves. They want to be validated. All those things, but that's very hard to achieve in practice. And even the nature of culture. Culture itself means different things to different people. And we have been in the lifeblood of what culture means to talent. We know why talent stays because of culture, and we know why talent leaves because of bad culture, and we know why talent thrives because of good, uh, great culture. And so you have now four generations in the workforce, and we know that within five years, I mean, like 75, 80% of the workforce is going to be, you know, not to do stereotypes, but, you know, younger than 35 and the future of all work is is changing. And most of it, the majority of it, is going to be done in teams. And it's going to be done in cross-functional teams. And culture, as we are focused on, and the mission of helping um, disseminate great culture, is not about mission statements. It's not about value statements. It's about helping people easily address behavior and perspective. Because culture is literally what happens between people. So as you move from this massive shift from hierarchical organizations to networks of teams, it's imperative that companies and businesses are are more fluid and they allow talent to bring their best self. And it's not about whether or not they can do the work and they will stay which they're not. We've got this huge problem of, you know, like 500 billion 
billion-dollar problem causing the U.S. economy of disengaged, disengaged employees. And plus, you've got the churn, and you've got lost productivity and high disengagement. And on top of that, we've lost sight of relationships, personal connection, human connection. And so any of your listeners, anybody dealing with talent, recruiters, talent acquisitions, business leaders, it's all about that human connection. I mean, the reason why someone's going to either stay, that join, or stay, or leave, is how they feel about that. It's an emotional decision. And so we've made it, you know, we've made it easy uh, for companies to be able to tap into that. So you've got, you know, high-performance teams. What, what is the construct, or how do you build high-performance teams? You know, these teams are the building blocks of great culture. And knowing your people and allowing them to get to know each other improves trust, productivity, and innovation. And so most companies are not doing anything about it or it's too hard to deal with. And so our, our mission is that allowing companies to get to what people care about, why they pursue what they pursue with intensity, what matters to them deeply when they're not working tap into that because that really uncovers their intrinsic motivators. It uncovers diverse thinking. It allows teams, individuals to build rapport. It allows for greater collaboration, innovation, and drawing out ultimately great performance and impacting ROI. So how do we do that? So we created a year ago, we created a, um, a web app for talent. And we needed to first, uh, first prove that this next generation on campus, early career, uh, and so forth, that they would be responsive, that if asked open-ended questions about the things that they care about, what they're learning, why they pursue the things that they pursue with intensity, that there's no right answer, that we really want to know, would they answer the questions and would they be thoughtful? And lo and behold, I've been on campuses from the West Coast to the East Coast, from Ivies to public schools. These are, um, as well as, you know, people who are um, already working, the response has been resoundingly, please, I want to be asked these questions. And as you know from the business, interviews are 90% one-sided. Sure. Right? About why would you do this job? How would you do it? Why are you good for this? Have you done it? Uh, uh, you know, why should I hire you? What would you do if you were in the job? Everything is driven from the point of view that the company has the upper hand. And the reality is, companies don't have the upper hand. They're at the mercy of a new generation that's coming in and challenging everything. They're challenging the way they're developed. They're challenging the way they're being recruited. They're challenging the way that they want to learn. They want to grow. They want to be mobile. They want to work in distributed teams. They're challenging everything, and they're challenging not only how they're being dealt with, but they're also challenging the values at work, meaning if the values of the company and the values that are at play in action, if they, those don't marry, they leave, thus causing this exceedingly high churn, which is costing companies, you know, crazy amounts of money. And so... The, this one-sided approach, thinking that companies are using decades-old mentalities, despite whatever technology you're using, 
you still have the attitude of we're hiring and you're the candidate. And our, my entire career has been helping CEOs and business leaders get that you don't have the upper hand. I don't care if you're number one in the business. If you're trying to attract a high performance to your company, you need to step into their shoes. You need to understand what do they care about? Why, why do they stay? Why do they love where they are? Why have they been successful? What do they want? What matters to them? When you can put yourself in their shoes, you win. And that's how our clients at CBK, that's how they've won. And that's how they win. And they're winning not just hiring. You know, 90% of the people that we've recruited this is at CBK, they go on from, you know, they go on to run huge businesses even if they were brought in in the mid-level or earlier in their career. Uh, and so, so, so what we've done on Twinker is productize this mentality of allowing, empowering talent have a voice of this is what I care about, making it easy for companies to be able to cultivate a high-performance culture and literally teaching in a very easy way how to have conversations and allow talent to bring it to the table, make it very easy, whether it's an interview, whether it's a, a mentoring, whether it's an onboarding, whether it's team building. It's all about how people interact with one another. And so this empowering of talent is freeing talent from labels and boxes. They can bring their whole selves to work, but that's not enough. Companies, you don't want them just to bring their whole selves to work. You want productive teams. You want teams that are going to innovate and create and, 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 and solve problems. And so what we're doing at the end of the day is scaling how do you personalize the relationship between talent and teams. So that's so that so the the talent web app which we won the gold American Business Awards for best web app um, that was released uh, late last year and then this year we developed um, uh, a SaaS for companies to be able to deploy this at scale and when we've had top Wall Street firms use this for diversity recruiting we've had um, a top three Wall Street firm use this for all of campus recruiting. And um, and uh, thereby allow their you know their interviewers to begin to see the richness of natural diversity. So I'm going to have a controversial view, if you will, on diversity. Sure. So I think that the way okay, I think that the way most firms think about diversity is wrong. Um, diversity is, and how are they thinking about it wrong? They're thinking about it from the point of view. It's more of the um, you know we've got. And what I mean wrong, I think it's, 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 uh, out of wrong means it, it feels like it's very, you know, I say, I think we can add a, other dimensions to how we think about diversity and inclusion. But how is it wrong? It's wrong in that this next generation doesn't think about diversity in the way prior generations think about diversity. So therein lies why it's wrong. This next generation is, in fact, naturally, they, they think of, they don't think of diversity as labels as you're this, you're that. They, they are naturally diverse. They're challenging everything from sexuality, from how they work, from, from, um, from uh, the, the way in which they're going to work, all of it. And they're very, very open to what different ways of thinking. And so they, so they inherently, if companies tap into what this next generation 
it's not labeling it in the way that prior generations think of we have to problem we've got of this. What is naturally diverse, meaning, um, you know, I'd say my background, right? I'll take myself, for example. Mm-hmm. So I'm Korean. I'm the first, uh, first person born in my family in the States. Does that impact how I think? Maybe some. But I'm as American as they come. But yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty close to my immigrant roots. I went to Juilliard. I studied piano very seriously. I was practicing piano for five, six hours every day and was a concert pianist. Does that shape how I think? Yeah. Do I play the piano anymore? No. But do I tap into what it is about that training, that discipline, that performance, that mastery in how I think about talent and how I think about developing mastery and how I how that's imparted into long-range goals or high performance? Absolutely. Uh, do I think that being female and running a female-owned firm in a predominantly non-female-led business? Yeah, but... You know, I've done my set my entire career, my entire stories about breaking free of labels and boxes that may or may not be put upon because I've been wholly focused on merit. But I had to tap into what is it that I bring to the table that's distinctly me? What am I tapping into? What am I bringing to the party? Why do I do what I do? Everybody wants that opportunity. And if we look at talent literally from ground up, like, person up, I can guarantee that every company team that does that with their people, it's not something you deploy as a process. It's a mindset. It's a mindset you care to know. I mean, I'll go even further. It's a giving mindset. It's a mindset that when you empower teams, individuals, the collective really benefits because all of a sudden, you know, people bring their best selves. They you know, you're interested to know what people care about. So that really allows for uh, great performance. Now I want to hear Julie play piano, but we are speaking with Julie Choi, <laughs> the CEO of CBK Partners and founder of Pointer. And Julie answered so many questions for me just in that stretch, but I do want to throw a couple of things back at you. One of them you mentioned in the middle of that, that, you won five American Business Awards as Innovative Leader of CBK Partners, which is wonderful in and of itself. And then CBK and Sumi Kang also won uh, two Silver Stevie Awards. Congratulations on all of that. And what can you tell me? Can you tell me a little more about that? So I think that you know there we are. Um, <laughs> kind of hard, a uh, little hard question. Uh, and I say that the Deeper Global Awards, the you know, American Business Awards, incredibly proud. I mean, Sumi was my mentee, and then she, you know, quickly became my partner. Uh, and couldn't have, couldn't CBK was rebranded because there's no way CBK would, you know, be successful without without her uh, leadership. The the um, the awards reflect that we just we think differently, and we think in a way that solves the problem and we think of it at a human level and that human level impacts why not only what does that high performing talent care about how does that benefit the client how should the client be thinking about how they bring in high performers how do they keep the runway going how does that impact our clients business overall what does that mean for culture generally so what we do is we're constantly poking holes in I would call it you know uh, 
velvet glove with a sashimi knife, you know, inside. <laughs> it's gentle, but it, it's provocative. So we are not afraid to, to provoke a different way of thinking, to get to the right answer. Because I firmly believe, and this is the foundation of CBK Pointer and everything that we do, it's, and this is the future of work, is it's not answering the question or filling the job. It's, it's asking the right question. And really, if you think about this, I know that Hunt Scanlon is like it's the epicenter of, you know, where, you know, where all are congregating, right, in terms of the, you know, what people care about vis-a-vis talent, whether you're acquiring or, you know, whatever it might be. But you're right there at the nexus of that. And really what companies and everybody needs to focus on is, is this, um, is the human skill, right? Because we've got robots and AI and all of that coming behind. Sure. And what is exciting about the future of work is anything that enables us to tap into what is essentially human, right? And this is meaning the ability to, it's not, I don't want to call it soft skills, right? This is, this is about can you read the room? Can you pivot? Can you build trust? Um, uh, how do you deal with failure? So it's really the things that are, it's not even just EQ, I think I take it to another level, what I would you know, refer to really essential human skills. And that's what's exciting about the future. We're just using some te- technology to enable, um, enable, enable everybody to do that. So that's, I think, why we won the various awards. Uh, and um, I guess that would be my response. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're starting to run out of time, Julie, but anything you'd like to add? You, you've given me so much so far. Would you like to kind of tie it all up in a bow for me? You know, I'd say that uh, that if there's one, you know, message to your listeners is that really, really investigate what does culture mean and focus on less about the words, but what does really culture mean to your to your people, to your talent to talent that may consider your company, talent that's already at your company. What does it mean in practice? How are people behaving with one another? What are those attitudes? And how do you how do you influence and inspire your people to have this kind of mentality to want to be real? And that and that knowing that really does impact um, you know performance. So I think it's about provoking how people think about culture and what it means in practice well outstanding answers and i've really enjoyed listening to what you had to offer to us today julie i thank you so much for joining us and providing all of our listeners with the history of cbk partners as well as more information on the launch of pointer and i just wish the platform and you and all of cbk partners such success as we look forward to learning more in 2020 thanks so much julie Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Rob Adams alongside Julie Choi, and this is Talent Talks.